Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Born Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete... How are you doing? What's going on? Football season. I bet you're very busy. Oh, football season. It's World Cup. Everyone's got World Cup fever, so everyone's kind of um, sneezing and chewing <laughs> left, right, and centre. It's uh, it's 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 always a busy time of year, uh, and it's doubly busy because Christmas is just you're just invited to a lot of stuff at Christmas. Or I certainly am anyway because I'm, I'm just sort of fucking popular. No, popular, um, yeah. uh, there's just a lot of like bits and bobs and people to see and things to get done uh, over the Christmas period. And it doesn't help that um, there's football on all of the time. As we speak, uh, Argentina are think, beating the Saudi. Oh, no, Saudis have, uh, have, have equalised. Uh, this show will be going out tomorrow evening, so no doubt that will be resolved unless there's an <laughs> astonishing amount of extra time. Um, and so it's, it's yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a very, very busy time for anyone uh, with skin in the football uh, business and, uh, yeah, having a good time. But uh, I am very much enjoying, I very much enjoyed your little mini pod on, uh, on Monday. <laughs> My mini rant, honestly. Mini, mini part. The moral of the story is don't do a podcast when you're feeling ill and tired and dead because it'll just be going, I hope right. my life is rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Such a shit podcast episode. I, It was kind of like, should I do this or just not have a podcast that day? And I felt, well... <laughs> I've got to at least tell people what's been going on, why I'm a wreck. And at least I did that. Right. You know. I was going to draft in Sharla. She was ready, waiting in the wings. I was like, no, I'm too sick to even talk to you. I just want to get this. Oh, I just want to tell the people. Banish her to, her, to the front room while you have a Back quiet in the, in the cupboard. Bedroom. Unbelievable. Back in the Back cupboard. Back in the cupboard. <laughs> oh, dear. But there you, go. there you go. It was, it's been a good... I feel better you... now. I'm all, I'm all systems firing. I've been at the gym. Yeah. I'm so, I feel so fit. It's great. I can run for more than five minutes now without dying. I was on the treadmill for at least I, I, twenty minutes the other day. It was your, um, I must say your 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 hair is looking very very tidy. I don't I don't know what it is about you. you your body beautiful, but you're also hair beautiful as well. You've well. had uh, a good run of haircuts, and you look uh, you look very. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to have to go back to the short short on the sides, long on the top sort of uh, thing because um, I'm not vibing with these curtains. I look stupid. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with the nineties people. Yeah. Farewell. Come the join 90s. me. Come join me in the, in the modern era. <laughs> But uh, I got in the football spirit before doing this podcast. I ordered the FIFA World Cup burger from McDonald's. 
It's a, a <laughs> oh, burger wow. in the shape of a, of a soccer ball. And, and How that, is it in the... What? It's like completely spherical. It's like a big meaty the bun, bit of nonsense with the pink bun in the middle. just looks like a football. And, you know, it was... Right, how does it like it? What, so they've just burned it in a way that <laughs> looks like the uh, the hexagons or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's football, what they've right? done. It's almost as if you've Fantastic. made it yourself. It's, it's all right. Good. It is what it is. It's, uh, it's all right. It's about it as close as I'll get football. To, to football, probably. Uh, but England won <laughs> yesterday, right? So I'm pretty happy about that. Even though I don't know anything about football, as long as England win things, I'm a happy boy. And yeah, they uh, they blooming hammered the Iranians. Excellent. Uh, it was a it was a very fine performance from England. Wonderful on the field. Well done, England. Let's go, England. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, Japan even in the World Cup this year? Yes, they are. Oh, good. They are. Who are they playing first? I think they might be in a group with Costa Rica and Germany. They've got Germany! Oh, uh, by the time you They're hear this, well. uh, this match will have already been played. Uh, and if I was a betting man, I'd say <laughs> Japan will have been put to the sword. <laughs> yeah, they've got, an, they've, got the, they've, got the, they've got the historical uh, group of death, I think, for Japan's oh, level. No. Japan have got a really good side, but like uh, Germany and Spain and Costa Rica... I mean, you're going to get three points out of that. It has to be said. You're going to get three points, that's it. Well, I'll be cheering on Japan, even though they're inevitably going to lose against Germany. Uh, we've got a story this week from Michael Scott from Kobe. Wait, no. I don't think there is a name. Oh, Alex Whoa. from London, sorry. Hello, uh, Hi, Kisaten, Chris, and Puri Puri Pete. I'm Alex from London, currently studying Japanese at Kobe University, and I believe one of my current university lecturers is completely bonkers. Excellent. Uh, he often invites us, as his course mates, out to drink with him and his 50-year-old friends to get completely wasted with them, dance and sing and talk about topics ranging from the thickness of Scottish beards to the NBA, and furthermore, after class in his office... We'll often go and share a beer with him to celebrate the day and sometimes also smoke from his shisha pipe, also in his office. <laughs> what, what is this? But this is not the oddest thing that he has done. He has offered the whole class to bunk off to go watch a movie in the cinema to which we said yes and is currently holding sweepstakes for predicting the top eight in the World Cup where the winners get everybody's thousand yen that they put in. Gambling. Don't get me wrong. As a 20-year-old guy, I love his charisma, and he is by far the most popular class among the students. And of course, getting completely wasted alongside him uh, was always fun. But I was wondering, <laughs> that considering this kind of culture exists among peers, if this kind of situation, is, is this normal for student-teacher relations? Or have I lucked out on meeting the Michael Scott of Corbet University? Have either of you had a similar experience? Love the podcast, guys. Keep it up, Alex from London. Who has? Well, it sounds. It sounds ever. very much like. It sounds like very much like he's not like Michael Scott of uh, Corby University because people actually want to go and drink with him, <laughs> whereas with Michael Scott, nobody wanted to go out with him. Correct. Um, I think. Uh, I mean, I guess if you're teaching someone Japanese, the culture. It's all about getting out there, having a chat when you're a bit drunk or whatever. I mean, that's the only time you ever get to speak to any Japanese people. That's when true. you're in a bar. That is very, in very my true. Opinion. I basically, <laughs> master the language by going out with Natsuki every Thursday and sitting being drunk <laughs> in a in a restaurant. I mean, that's pretty cool. I think. I, I, I honestly, I don't know. I've never heard of this sort of thing before. It's. It does seem like if the people at the university found out, somebody <laughs> might be getting fired. But. Yeah. It, it sounds cool, though. I suppose at university it's a different dynamic, isn't it? You could be sort of friends with your lecturers. You're the same age. You're no longer a kid anymore. It's not high school. So 
I, I don't know. I don't see anything wrong with it. It's like Jack Black's School of Rock, but at Kobe University, isn't it? <laughs> I think this is what Pete Donaldson would be like if he was a lecturer, to be honest. It'd be barrels of fun, wouldn't you, uh, Pete? No, I think if I was a lecturer, I would Get the do cane as out. little work as possible and stay away from the university as much <laughs> as I could. <laughs> Get out the cane, punish the students. Yeah. Um, that's a nice story, and I, though. And I'm certainly... I'm, I'm very much against Shisha as well. I always think Shisha is the ruiner of many a night out. It's no. just like, it's so boring. You sit no. there. Oh, tastes like oranges. It's like, fuck off. Bore <laughs> off. Don't I, weed like an old person. Oh, God. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't mind shisha. It's all right. I don't really go out my way to do it. But if it's offered, I like it. And I, you know, I stay in a place earlier this year in a video it was one of these silly billion dollar fucking apartment videos where I went in and stayed the night and they had shisha and two baths in there it was obvious we just sat there and did shisha it was like it was really nice it was like actual chopped up apples they stuffed in it or something and it was very refreshing and pleasant so <laughs> I'm a shisha convert I'll I, next time you come to Japan I'll ram shisha down your throat you will learn to love it Pete you will learn to love it on my terms but until yeah. that day what is the news of the week what's going on in Japan Mr. Dawson oh we got big news that's the wrong running order that's for the football ramble that's very much not the situation <laughs> um, England of one I saw this clip on YouTube actually on YouTube actually uh, I saw this on I think it was linked from the uh, Shibuya Meltdown um, site um, yeah. Shibuya Sh- Sh- Scramble Crossing is a place uh, where people uh, just have to get somewhere and there are so many people there are millions of people crossing every single day it's 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 the world's busiest um uh, uh, mm. crossing of a road mm. it's insane and uh basically <laughs> people like to do like little you know they like to film skate videos they like to film like dramatic um uh, shots because it's kind of like it, it's 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 a scene that kind of um sums up japan in many mm. ways whenever you see like a, a a video and you've spoken about this at length before chris where uh fish out of water man or woman who's going to uh to uh, uh, uh japan there's always the opening shot, the establishing shot is them spinning around the Shibuya Scramble Crossing where people are going past and go, there's so many people, there's so many people. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, the, 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 this man has gone mad and he set off a lot of fireworks without oh any concern God. for the amount of people crossing the Shibuya Scramble Crossing. crossing. Um, yeah, just absolutely smashing out fireworks from his hands. Uh, <laughs> and just as the pedestrian signals turned green... Uh, he just started letting off all of these fireworks, basically. And, and they were going... They weren't going up. They were going into oh people, my God. effectively. I mean, you could be really, really hurting. There was there, There's videos of um, the, the, the two men in particular, one standing on the street and one just walking by. If they just were centimetres in a different place, uh, a firework would have gone into their heads. It was really, really dangerous stuff. Um, and then a man, uh, the man uh, uses a loudspeaker after his little uh, fireworks uh, show that apparently uh, <laughs> uh, involved about 50 fireworks. He had a loudspeaker uh, and he just shouted a load of uh, garbage into the sky and then he just kind of walked <laughs> off and, and, and then people just kind of went back to normal. Uh, so it was kind of like, man does stupid thing on Shibuya Scramble Crossing, fires a lot of fireworks off, but I think even he would have been astonished and surprised about how uh, little people seem to give him the time of day. Like the, the car started, once the, once the lights went back to red... Uh, and the people stopped scrambling across the Shibuya crossing in Shibuya. Uh, the cars just started going and people just went about. And, and obviously hilarious. he didn't have any fireworks left. So what can you do? What can you do? That's hilarious because he's basically just standing in the crossing going, look at me, everyone, look at me. Bleh. And everyone's yeah. like, eh? 
and then apparently yeah. like because it's so loud nobody heard what he was saying and eyewitnesses mm. say that apparently his shouts were some, expressing something that sounded like dissatisfaction with the world and once he was arrested he told the police that he wanted to stand out and the police were like yeah all right then self-employed guy in his <laughs> 30s and that's pretty much it i mean the, whenever you go to Shibuya Crossing, there's always like annoying people taking Instagram photos. They like lie down on the road and roll around in the road while people are walking right. over it and stuff. Right? There's always some dickhead person who has to do something, and I'm not surprised by that. But to fire fireworks, and it's a miracle that you know two million people walk over that crossing every day. I think, and the fact that you yeah. can set off fireworks and everyone gets off unscathed and and ignores it entirely. Is uh, it's quite impressive. It's quite an impressive feat. More impressive than setting yeah. off fireworks. Just being ignored by mm. thousands of yeah. people at one time. Um, Completely agree. What a muppet! What a ridiculous story! What a muppet! Honestly, yeah. Honestly, uh, we're back in just a moment, guys, with your stories, comments, and questions in the fax machine. Hold up! What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week, Mr. Dawson? We got a message from Danielle from Rygate. Hello, I'm a celebrity, Chris, and put a kangaroo penis in your mouth, Pete. Uh, I'm in the UK right now, or in the UK uh, right now, a celebrity is underway, a celebrity um, show called I'm a Celebrity, Get Him Out of Here. And I was wondering if there are any sort of shows like this in Japan other than Takeshi's Castle or on TV. Would you have the balls of steel to eat a kangaroo's penis or get covered in maggots or worms or cockroaches or something? I mean... I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. That's where they take some like Z-list celebrities, right, and stuff them in a jungle in Australia yeah. and make them eat horrible yeah. things like kangaroos <laughs> pieces. And I don't think, no, they don't have anything like that in Japan, to be honest. Um, there's nothing of that calibre. The closest thing I could think of is the one with everyone being in the house. Um, what was it called? Something house? Fuck. House. Oh, the uh, the one that, the one that got um, cancelled because it was shit and terrible. Hanakamura. 
killed herself. Yeah. Um, it was something house, something house. I can't remember the name of it now. It's like it was an absolute sensation, uh, but uh, it's uh, it cost the life uh, pretty much of a of a gifted young wrestler. What was it called? Um, Terrace House. There we go. Terrace House. Terrace House. There we go. Yeah, well that's about as good as it gets in Japan. I think recently there's been some pretty interesting shows in the years. There was the one where they made various household items into chocolate. But it looked realistic. Mm. It looked like a real item, right? And there was the man that walked into a room and there's a shot of him wrapping his mouth <laughs> around a door handle and very yes. slowly biting it to see if it's chocolate. And it turned out to be chocolate, despite looking like a metal door handle. And he bites it. Yes. And he's so happy that he hasn't just smashed all of his teeth up for the joys of national television. Um, mm. But they're bringing back Takeshi's Castle. Apparently, it's an Amazon series. Amazon have greenlit it. Are you going to watch it, Pete? Oh, really? Are you going to get involved? <laughs> yeah, probably. I, I, I'll watch that. I, I would. I would be. Tempted we could do to a review it. every year. Yeah, yeah. Bring back Craig Charles. You, you've got. You've what? You're not going to damage yourself enough, like running through, running through the pain of chess boxing, <laughs> and now and, and and all of your uh, all of your hard man uh, uh, gym gym going. Like you actually want to be. Man. You want to smash into a wall? It's not actually a wall. I mean, yeah, I mean, that was the crazy thing with Takeshi's Castle, right? It was actually pretty dangerous. A lot of people got mm. quite seriously injured and nobody ever really won the big prize money. I think the prize money was like a million yen, uh, right. which is like, well, today it's about like $7,000 uh, just to smash yeah. all your whole body up. But yeah, I mean, Japanese TV... I haven't watched it in a while. I used to have it on in the background in my first and second apartment, and then I didn't pay the TV bill, and now I don't have to put up with it. And I'm all the better for it. we got one here from Brittany. It says, Hello, Chic Chris and Poetic Pete. My question for you is regarding the train system. Will we be getting the JR Pass? Or we will be getting the JR Pass, sorry, to save money since we'll be visiting Tokyo, Kyoto, Nara, and Osaka. Can I show up to the train station, uh, and will there be a train within the next 30 minutes to go where I need to go. Do the routes run all hours? If we party late into the night in Osaka, will we be able to get a train back to our Kyoto Airbnb in the late hours? Thank you very much, Brittany. I mean, that's a lot of questions mm. there. Uh, <laughs> if you party late into the night, honestly, the best thing to do is just wait for the 4am train to take you to where you need to go. Yeah. Yeah. Always is there a 4am train? I thought it'd be even lit. I could wait till a 4am train very, very easily. It's a standard night. I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Four, it's, right. it's like 4.30am yeah. the first train or 5am. It's, it's getting later by yeah. the minute. But, you know, if you're going to go out past like one or two, you might as well just stay out longer or spend $200 in a taxi to go back to Kyoto. Yeah. Um, I think the difference there is like, certainly for us Brits, we'd go out at like half six, seven and get on it. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, you're drinking for 12 hours there, aren't you? Quite heavily as well. (laughs) (laughs) I remember... Absolute nightmare. A friend of mine told me when he was in Osaka, he went out drinking with his friend. They started at like 5pm one day. Oh, no, they they started at 5pm and they drank all through the night, all through the morning. And it was like morning and they hadn't slept and they had breakfast. And then they went to a pub at lunch and started drinking all over again. And I don't know how they did it. I don't know how... Hair the dog. Hair the dog. I don't know how we did it. Um... But do that, Brittany, and you can get the train any time of day. I, the tra- honestly, the trains in Japan, there's one like every 25 minutes. No matter where you want to go, there's always a train. Unless it's somewhere in the yeah. countryside, then be a bit more 
methodical in your train riding. <laughs> uh, other than that, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, we got one here from Come Musa on. from Germany who says, hello, Chris and Pete. What advice would you have given to your past selves when you faced a hard time in your life? All the best, Musa from Germany. That is a, is a powerful question. It's a big, it's a big one, Musa. It's a Pete Dawson question. <laughs> absolute dereliction of duty from the horse there absolutely outrageous um, I would say all of the hard things in my life and all of the sort of tough times have been mainly from my own brain's creation I always think that uh, people are thinking the worst of me um, but I, I think it, it's not even that they're not thinking the worst of me it's just that they just don't care <laughs> like right. you are like you know everyone's Got their own shit to deal with. Uh, nobody cares. And, and so like, we were like, um, we were driving, a, I was driving a, a dead dog to a uh, crematorium recently because one of our dogs died. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was this, there was these people behind us and they were honking, honking their horn. Oh, honk, no. honk, honk, honk. Because we, we were, you know, we, we didn't really know where we were going and, you know, honk, honk, honk. And I was thinking, God, you have no idea I've got a dead dog in the back of my car. Oh. And it's kind of like people just don't, care uh, that uh, don't care that much not not in a bad way i'm sure you know they care enough but it's like they don't you know they don't care so uh, so if you're ever thinking that you know you're too shy to do something and that's certainly a transformation i had when i was in my sort of mid-20s i was very shy very unassuming and then at about 25 26 i was like no i want to get more of my life i'm going to start being a ma- mouthy little gobshite <laughs> and i got a job on the radio and so like that switch like just just nobody gives a shit about what you're up to as much as you. So just do what you want to fucking do. Within reason, don't let off fireworks on a Shibuya Scramble Crossing. Uh, but don't, but, don't but do out. what you want to do and, uh, and, and, and be judged accordingly. Uh, you know, you are... It's it's that kind of... I think it's a millennium call it main character and NPCs and stuff, rather distastefully mm. in my opinion. But like they... Uh, you know, just look after yourself and, and, and people just don't care. They don't have the time to care. They don't have the time to give a shit about what you're doing or what no, what you're not doing effectively. Christopher? I mean, well, I mean, sorry about the dog. I know, I obviously, I know that already. We already talked about that. I didn't know someone honked their horn there. That's a bit annoying. Honk their horn! Yeah, no, it was, a, it was a whole fucking... And it's been, you know, it's been pretty fucking dreadful ever since, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's, it's very sad. But, uh, have I not mentioned on the podcast? I thought I did. Never mind, anyway. Well, you mentioned it, to me. Dead but dog. I, sad. Very sad. The horn honking <laughs> sounds like a villain origin story, though, where you finally crack. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> oh, show them for honking their fucking yeah, horn. Like yeah. John Wick. But you just yeah. you don't know where people are in their lives you don't know what they're doing so a it mm. makes you want to treat people with kindness all the time and b and not honk your horn because you've got to be somewhere uh and and, and, it, and it's kind of like uh people just people just aren't aware of your of your issues and struggles and thoughts so don't so don't so, you, so don't give don't uh ruin yourself thinking about that other people have really strong opinions about you they don't like you they don't dislike, dislike mm. you it just sort yourself out. <laughs> so, number one, be compassionate. Think of like, yeah. Think of think of others. Think of others. Think. Do your best to think of others, but don't worry about. Pe- don't don't think that people have got a very very strong opinion one way or the other about you. Don't mm. covet people's love. Don't sort of go looking for what love. If I want to covet from your people love. who don't deserve it, <laughs> you can covet my love, mate. You can covet my love if you want. <laughs> I don't trust it. That's not a sentence. I think there might be something behind it. I think it might be sexual. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. 
It's funny, I was having this conversation with Connor, actually. I don't know what happened. We were in a pub the other day, quite drunk after a long shoot, and he, he was like, what do you think your flaws are then? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, I think I care too much about what other people think, right? Which actually yeah. ties in with your point to some extent, right? Thinking like other people, what they think and how they connect with your life. Yeah. Although I did point out to Connor that when your whole job and purpose is about sort of entertaining people in a public space, of course you're going yeah. to sort of inherently care about what people think because you're there to sort of entertain people and cheer them up. Or at least that's what I hope to do with what everything I, I work on. And uh, so if I'm not doing that, then it does get to me a bit. Um, yeah. And I need to work on that. Um one of the best things I've done this year has been like go out and do more physical activity stuff and like just go hiking. I was hiking two weeks ago up on a mountain and I thought, this is brilliant. You don't have, you, you can put your, your, even if you have your phone, there's no bloody signal anyway out in the sticks of North Japan. So you have no sort of connection to the outside world. Um, God help you if you break your leg, you're fucked. But it's beautiful. I was out there in the mountains just thinking, why don't I do this more? It's so nice. And with things like Twitter going to shit at the moment and being on Twitter, it's just like, oh, I hate Twitter. I hate social media. <laughs> I don't like yeah. it all. I wish I could like somehow break away from it, even though my entire life and sort of business and destiny are intertwined with it. If I could find some sort of separation. Um, but yeah, honestly, love advice to past self usually for the most part things get better even if you have a hard time there's always uh you know there's always an upside or there's always a positive twist to it all right like this year yeah uh, in the podcast the ranty seven minute podcast on sunday which i if you haven't heard it don't go and listen to it i as i said i was ill <laughs> i think i in that i was like oh i haven't had this year has been rubbish blah, blah, blah. i complained about how you know, I haven't really liked my year this year. And I think that's because right. after two years of not going home to the UK and seeing family, friends, Pete Donaldson himself in the flesh, you know, to be away from Pete Donaldson for two and a half years took its toll. And as, as well as my family. And uh, I was a bit like, uh, yeah, I felt like quite anxious and or like weird being away from my family that long. Because if something happened to them, then I'm not going to see them ever again after two and a half years. And so that really got to me. And then, um, and then uh, I got the health report that was really bad obviously that we all i've talked about a lot and mm. my physical health became like the main target of focus in the last six months and while you know the youtube channel has suffered as a result and the abroad in japan patreon suffered and the whole brand has suffered because i haven't released as many videos at the end of the day at least i've been able to physically improve myself and i can see my jawline for the first time in two years i can <laughs> run for more than three minutes i can do spartan races and cycles and and that's been really good and it's been hard to sort of despite all those successes on the physical front it's been a bit hard to to enjoy them when the youtube thing's not doing so well but i need to learn right. to let go a little bit there and i know that mm. you know things will get better next year Things will get better, and uh, mm. as they always do. Every year, I, every other year on YouTube, I have a bumpy year where things aren't good, and then the next year it gets really good. So stick it out. I nearly quit YouTube in 2019. I was literally days away from doing it. Well, I stuck it out, and 2020 was my best ever year doing YouTube, as was 2021, second best year. So stick around. Things are going to be good. Uh, as for us, though, it's time to go, mm. isn't it, Pete? 
We're not sticking around. We're sticking. Yeah. We'll get out, getting out of here. <laughs> we'll be here. We'll be here for you guys forever. But we're off now. <laughs> keep your stories, questions, comments coming into Brawn Japan Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week. See you all over again, guys. No matter where you are out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days. We'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Abroad Japan Podcast. Bye for now. Abroad in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. 